0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where you watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today's episode is about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So, Josh, uh, you've seen this movie twice already, man. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. It came out like four to five days ago. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of thoughts, um, and like I needed to, like I needed to make sure they were somewhat clear in my head. So I was like, all right, well, I have the chance to go see it again, and I, I, I enjoyed it enough that I'll go watch it again, and hopefully be able to sort through my thoughts a little more clearly. Honestly, I think it would, it would have helped me if I just found a way to watch the original Guardians, and it was on TV last week. And Did I you not watch it before? Well, I, I, I didn't like I I tried it was on FX last week and I watched like the first twenty minutes, but it was midnight and I fell asleep. Yeah, and like I've seen the a original-
0: long TV movie because of the it's like two hours plus.
1: Well, on my cable system, like you can rewind everything like backwards oh, five sure. hours. So I could have fast forwarded yeah. commercials but it was as late and I just had, like, a lot of thoughts about—and that was before I saw it the first time, but I had, like, like a lot of thoughts about it that kind of related to the first movie. But I just went to see the second one again to try and clear some things up, and I'm glad I did because I was able to, like, make a list of things because there wasn't anyone <laughs> in the theater, and I could just type on my phone stuff that I wanted sure. to point out. So it was There was helpful. nobody in the theater? Oh, well, this was Saturday at 1210, so, like, it okay. was it was maybe, like— like a not even like a fifth full like i mean there's a like Crazy. there's like 25 showings at my theater during the day and that was the very earliest out of all it of did them pretty so. well at the box office though I'm yeah so like, and it wasn't like a. I don't do more people see that see it in 2d or 3d or, or 3d i mean 3d or hd like i wasn't um, in 3d i don't know how that breakdown usually goes
0: but um, i don't know because on that never yeah, fucking watch uh, 3d
1: yeah luckily i wasn't in like a crowded theater though and i sometimes when i type stuff like that i'll just like walk down to like the little the the hallway you where you can still see it sure. but anyway like i'm very considerate moviegoer in that way <laughs> and i'll do that and i'm not i'm not like one of these crazy kids out there this day texting the whole way through i sat next to one of those last night at the circle so that wasn't fun not that that was a movie that i was really that upset to be distracted from but uh so, but, yeah. so i, so I, so, I to, uh, so I went to so i went to so yes i have been twice um you, you, i think you were just surprised not because you thought the movie was bad though, why would you go yeah. twice but more just like wow you already made it there twice that quickly
0: yeah, it was like twice in two days, right?
1: Twice and th- yeah, I went. Th- I No, I went opening night. And then oh, you went, went on Thursday. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 You know, I'm kind of sad actually because I I messed up. I was planning this whole intro to to say that we were recording uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, um,
1: that that and that's actually. I mean, like, <laughs> if you want to just get into it now, that's actually why I saw it again. Um, yeah. So. Uh, do we need to, We don't need to really set up the Guardians movie. Anyone that's no, listening has probably no. saw it. We don't. Yeah. Need, we don't need to go through that normal rigmarole. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, we, we talked a lot about Fast and the Furious, and everyone knows Fast and the Furious is all about family. And I made a, I made a little bit of a stink on the Fast and the Furious pod about how I was bothered that they seem to be bringing um, Deckard Definitely. Shaw into the family. He's the been the bad guy in the previous movies, and I. That was so. I talked around at the beginning of this podcast, and here, obviously, there's a very big redemption arc in Guardians Two for um, for Yondu, and I I was trying to remember exactly what Yondu was in the first movie. I remembered him like kind of being annoyed at Quill. I knew Quill had left his group of guys, but like I'm like I had vague memories of him. What do you call his uh, weapon? What do you call oh the. Arrow, like
0: what do you call it? Yeah, we'll call it the arrow. Sure.
1: I have vague memories of him using that arrow to kill people in the first one, like he did in this one. But I couldn't remember, like, was he killing guys that were purely good guys? Were they other people that we like? It really didn't matter. Like, I couldn't remember what. I'm like, because I I was actually, I was, I, I actually really did feel something at the end for this, and I was like. But I kept thinking as I was watching this and I, I was emotionally affected by the end and the arc that he goes on, like, it's a little hypocritical of me to not be bothered by this when I was bothered by Statham in Fast 8. And it's like I need to go back and, like, see did they set this up properly in this movie? But when I really should have been, like, trying to go find Guardians 1, but I couldn't find it easily online anywhere to watch. Couldn't just ask me. <laughs> well, I, I figured I'd just talk about it on this podcast. And sure. like, I'm, I'm wondering okay. what your thoughts were on that and, like… Do you remember in Guardians one like exactly like what his role was? Was he doing things that made him an irredeemable prick, and did they kind of Whoa. ignore that here, or what exactly would you say your feelings were about him looking back on one as you went into this movie?
0: All right. Well, I guess the first thing is with respect to Deckard versus Yondu versus you know these two movies. Mm-hmm. Like every everybody in Guardians is already like a bad person. You know what I mean. Um, and the and the thing is they are in Fast and Furious also. But we've sort of like well, kind, moved fast. Well, like
1: kind of, they kind of work for the government, but we don't really know what Mister Nobody yeah, is. Yeah, well,
0: well, but like going back to Fast, Fast and Furious, like Dom was the villain in that movie, right? Like those you, guys, you, they were the bad guys, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, but it, it's a different thing. Like these, all these people were set up as like you know they kind of just kill people, but they're you know they guard the galaxy, and Yondu is Yandu and the Ravagers, like they're bad people, like they're not uh they're not these like good guys that we should be worried about them like killing people whatever but
1: they're thievers more than they're murderers but sure they don't, mind mur- they don't mind murdering if it sure, they need but I, to. but it's like yeah yeah
0: um so uh, i mean Yandu in the first movie he was a good supplemental character um michael rooker is great it wasn't like you know he wasn't the main person you know in the movie so it was just like okay yeah he's a good side character and
1: that was that like ronan was blue too so i was like wait what did what what stuff did ronan do and what stuff did he do there's a little bit of me being a little confused trying to remember who did what
0: (laughs) yeah um but no i mean i liked him in the first one well enough as a character i didn't you know obviously we're sort of rooting against him in the first movie because he's sort of anti the the you know the heroes whatever you want to call them um but yeah, I mean, he—I—I I, I don't know. I thought he was really good in this movie, and I really liked his arc. And what I'm saying I is, nothing like, he
1: did in yeah. the first movie like prevented you from no, like getting on board not. with this in the second movie. No, no, okay, I I, was- and like that's why I was like worrying. That's why I felt like I needed to go back and watch it. And I'm like. They do seem to establish that like he's it is pretty consistent throughout the movie that like they're making it clear he has a bit of a soft spot for Quill and he never really tried to kill Quill in the first one and he yeah. didn't really kill anyone that would have been considered a member of their family and you made that uh, fast joke at the beginning because like they go heavy on the family in this one you know yeah and just like I saw a tweet, or no it was on the Ringer Uh the Ringer did their little oh, the uh, awful exit survey yeah,
0: yeah it they've was been terrible.
1: they've been pretty um, not so thrilled with the movie itself but someone did make that joke where it was like James Gunn what should a theme for this movie or no, or someone said, Yeah, the Vin the Diesel producer's like, I producer, saw it, like, Yeah, he's like, I don't have it. The And Vin's like, Family, and then he's like, Has that been done before? And Vin's like, like No, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it was pretty obviously the same thing, but at least like the guy they redeemed here, like, you had your reasons for not being as bothered by it and fast, but like, this guy, like. He didn't kill anyone that was in the family, but I was just trying to remember, like, did he do stuff that I shouldn't be forgiving him for? And that's why it was kind of in the back of my head. But then I went and watched it again, and I still really enjoyed it the second time through. So
0: yeah, um, did you like it better the second time or the first time?
1: Uh, no strong feeling. I think it, if anything, it might have been better because I laughed almost just as much, which uh, is a pretty high yeah co- for sure. Which is a pretty high compliment when you can go back to a movie two days later, a comedy, and you still laugh at a lot of things because it's just like you already know what's coming it's just naturally yeah. you're probably not going to laugh as much and i did and so it, w- when i when i kind of paid a little more attention to some of the stuff going on with yondu i just didn't really have that back in the back of my head quite as much as i was watching the second i think that might have just bothered me a little bit in the first i still really enjoyed it the first time but i think i might have even enjoyed it a little more the second time just because i wasn't thinking about that
0: did you like this one better than the first one or undecided
1: <sighs> that's it's tough I, I i think i might um, I know it's pretty blasphemous. To, it might be blasphemous to say I don't know because the first one's so good. But did you uh, did you listen to uh, Half in the Bag yet? Talk about this.
0: Yes, I did. I think I,
1: I, I definitely agreed with uh, what Mike was saying on there a little bit, and that I can't really tell you what happened at the end of the first one.
0: You know, yeah. I, I think yeah, it, the stuff with Ronan was not I, it, memorable.
1: Like I, I, I really, lo- I mean, I love that movie, but I don't think Ronan was a very great villain. And I think some of the stuff like on the Ringer, and I've even seen a couple other places, not just the Ringer, been. A, accusing it of just being a little um, unoriginal by going to the daddy issues well. But I thought that this was I, disagree. Ver- I think this was a hugely interesting way of handling that because it's such a fucked up plan that Kirk Russell has. <laughs> like, yes. It's like I'm going to just impregnate women of every different species and see which one I can just kind of p- get the right offspring with and then I'll be able to take over the world. It's like that is so fucking weird compared to just about like any other type of like Marvel and villains it- plan. And it's just like so – I think it's, they're doing it in a different enough way that I don't care if I've seen daddy issues done before.
0: I, and I don't even think it's so much like evil. I need to take over the world. It's more of like, he's you know, just has a
1: huge ego. More than he's yeah, evil.
0: he's like, look, like this is the purpose I I have found in life with like my godlike status, you know. So he just thinks it's
1: like his responsibility that he has to do exactly, it. He, and not, it doesn't less, even it, seem it's out of malice. He's just like, I'm just exactly. Awesome.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is it's less evil than just like gen- generic uh, movie villain? I'm gonna take over the world kind of thing.
1: Well, I, um, but I'm saying I didn't find it generic I feel like the
0: that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah, was, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, it yeah. was yeah. differentiated from the generic movie villain yeah I agree And I you know I don't know if I liked it better than the first one mm-hmm. um I I seen the first one a couple times I, i'm I want to go see this one again but uh, I think that I don't know i I agree with the the premise that this one was more character driven than plot driven which was fine with me i honestly liked the way they like dove into each of the characters and i think they did a really good job with that in the first one too um and I, I don't know i'm just whatever james gunn wants to do i'm in at this point like both these movies are outstanding and top four or five in the in the marvel cinematic universe for me so
1: so um i seen some people complain a little bit about the um about the uh, Gamora and Nebula stuff, which I actually enjoyed. Um, I like Because in the first one, I think, like, I was excited when I saw the first one because I had just watched the first seven seasons of the new Doctor Who that summer, and so I, I, Karen Gillan ha- is in two seasons of that. Is and, that like, Nebula? really? Yeah, and I really enjoyed her in that haven't really seen her do she's actually in the circle too uh so i I've seen the last two movies i've seen have her but uh um i really liked her in dr who and i'm like she's not really I, I'm, it's cool she's getting into this marvel universe but like that character does not have a lot to do in that movie other than just be angry and she does a lot of that here but like at least you get to, you get a little bit more of a sense of where it's coming from and also she has a lot of like uh really quick cuts to her where she's reacting to what other people are doing which show that she has more of a personality there's yeah. the joke with um there's the joke with um Drax and uh the puppy joke with uh yeah. with rocket when she like gives like a she she has like a like a sarcastic like, exasperated look after that and then mm-hmm. there's like the one it kind of where they're at the end when things are looking pretty bleak but they're and that's one thing this movie does a lot of it's like in very serious situations it slows down to tell a joke which i i, sure. I, I thought it was I, I noticed that more than i did in maybe even the first one but yeah the they end, definitely
0: they definitely did it more this time when
1: they're first realizing what what ego's up to um and uh and, and Drax is like, "We're not going to leave anyone behind, and then he looks at her and she says, "Well, maybe you and she just like has like another like eye roll like she got to do a lot of that where i like it was very small, and also some of the stuff where she was reacting to uh Yondu's crew when she was on the ship with them like she had yeah. a lot of quick moments like that that showed more of her personality than you did in the first one, which I really appreciated and made it so I didn't mind that storyline as much as it seems to have bothered some people
0: and, and I don't know, I think her outside of that, I think like the storyline of her just always being second fiddle to her sister and her dad, like, not, uh, or Thanos rather, not like caring about her as much because of that and sort of casting her aside as, as like the. You know, not as good as Gamora. I find that pretty compelling, uh, yeah. generally. Yeah,
1: I didn't read the story, but I, th- I saw yet, yeah, but I saw a Collider tweet that said like, "Guardians tells you more about Thanos than Guardians Two tells you more about Thanos than Guardians One without actually showing you Thanos," which yeah. I thought was actually a pretty interesting point. And for it, sure, it's a cool way to kind of do that because uh, you you're probably, I guess, not probably not going to see him in the Thor movie. I'm guessing, so no. it's like, but we're not going to see him before Infinity War, so it's yeah. a little cool to just learn a little more about him in some way.
0: Yeah, and going back to something that Half in the Bag said, which I noticed too, is like this movie is it, it's it's refreshing to watch this movie and it just not have to be about like an Infinity Stone or any anything like that. It's just a story that focuses on the characters, and there's you know a plot obviously. Uh, with the Kurt Russell stuff, but it's sort of secondary to character building and and going deeper on the characters from the first movie.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I think that... uh, I mean, I think Spider-Man Homecoming is going to... I mean, it's going to be a little bit of its own thing, but it's clearly, like, it's going to tie into the Avengers stuff a lot still, Um, so it's probably not going to feel as uh insulated no, this one knows. Yeah, and sure. then so it's kind of cool and i mean uh who knows about the Thor thing i'm expecting that to be weird um in a I'm good way in a good way awesome. it's gonna be weird in a good way and but like i i do like just being able to just hang out with some people and not have to worry about like well you do have to worry about the whole world getting uh fucked up but like it's not having it's, it's doing it in a different way where you're just like hanging out with these people and uh and yeah i just thought it was a little different uh how did you feel about the uh Um, Just because, like, while yes, it is a specific story about these people, I do think it did a pretty good job of expanding the Guardians' world. How did you feel about the Gold People, and for lack of a better term,
0: I thought they were awesome, man. Um, I really liked their like sort of thing about how they perfected like genetics, but then at the same time, they're still like lame as fuck basically (laughs) they're really Um, not good at what anything they do yeah yeah (laughs) Um, they're like great at genetics i guess but then like they don't use it to the best of the ability um and so like they're still flawed even though they think they're perfect which and they don't really realize it which i thought was funny um i really enjoyed the scene when everyone is is crowding over the one dude who's, like, still left alive as if he's playing, like, (laughs) some, like, Starship game, and and then he just, like, gets wrecked, and they're like, oh, you suck. (laughs) Like, fuck you.
1: (laughs) And then, but also how, like, I think... uh, Well, and and the thing with them rolling out the carpet for the High Priestess was hilarious. (laughs) Um, But, but like, I think they... uh, like i think i think i've seen a couple t- or it might just be the ringer takes i don't know i feel like i might have seen it a couple other places where i just read the i don't i still haven't read any that many other full reviews but a couple of rotten tomatoes borbs said like just like called it even ones that gave they ultimately gave it a positive review like said oh it's a mess but like i th- i don't I, I disagree with that just cuz you go they went all over the place a little bit and showed you these worlds i think it's kind of necessary because uh one of the things that i th- Think I mean if, there's, if you can even say there's a weakness about some of the more core Avengers stuff, it's that it's like so focused on those people and almost nothing else. That you don't have a sense sure. of like this world that they're constantly sure. trying to save until they exactly. actually yeah, yeah. until no until they just kill a bunch of uh, people as collateral damage in their battles at the end of those movies. You don't really like have anything about anyone else going on in the world. Despite the fact that we keep hearing about how they're costing all their lives and stuff, a
0: little bit more in Ultron than the other two, but I, well, agree. I
1: mean, I think well, I mean, Civil War is pretty limited to those characters, and it's a great story. About well, I meant
0: characters. Ultron. They like Ultron. They have like the actual people they're saving when like the when like oh. the city's being lifted yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit.
1: So yeah, you see him a little bit there, but uh, but like in like Ant Man, like at least you have like the stuff with Michael Pena and you see sure. his, and you see his family and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It has it has a little bit, but here it's like the, you have the name Galaxy in your movie, so it would be really weird if it was like all taking place in, like, one spot. So I think it's good that they do actually get around a lot here and, like, you at least get the sense for who this other group of people is. And they aren't, like, totally... Like, I was worried the first time we saw them in that very opening scene that, like, they were just going to be, like, total like, zeros as personalities. And then you actually saw, like you said, you saw them, like, getting annoyed when, like, the guy lost at the end or, like, her laughing at the taser face joke in spite of all that. Oh, was, my that God, was, that, yeah. was, that, was, that was awesome. So, yeah. like, like I, I was worried it was just going to be, like, stone-faced people that have absolutely no personality because that's what it's getting at. Even when Quill's flirting with her a little bit at the beginning, like, it still doesn't seem that... Like there's a lot going on with these people and then there's just like so much more with them. So it's like that on top of them flashing to all those different planets, not just Earth at the end when things start blowing up and you see people protecting their loved ones and stuff. I thought the movie did a good job of just like expanding – like it felt like we really mostly hung out with our our, our friends, our old friends in yes. the first movie. But like they still trojan horseed a lot of other that stuff in there.
0: Yes. Um, what did you think about uh, A, Baby Groot, and B, the opening – uh action scene oh,
1: I, I, I mean like it's total like fan service trying to get easy awes but it worked on me like <laughs> yeah so, like i, I can't I, I mean like if anyone says that like i can't argue with them like they were clearly just trying to get people to go aw but like i think they did it so well and like i just smiled every time he came on screen that i couldn't help it and that was amazing when they when they asked Taserface that they should kill him and he's like no that thing's too adorable to kill yeah. like that was. Aw- i'm like yeah that's, yeah that's awesome um like yeah i mean so like I don't know. I had a lot of fun. Like I just had a smile on my face from the beginning. Like the whole, like yeah. for the the whole first time I saw it, I was just like, yeah. it, it didn't leave my face almost the whole movie, aside from a couple of the really serious parts. Um, and like, I don't know. I I was just, I was just delighted when he danced around. Like I get it. Like it's not really, it's not really like the most. Uh, hard thing to do to think that like we're gonna make Groot dance the little cute Groot dance like yeah it didn't take like a genius to think that might be fun to watch but it was fun to watch so i can't really complain and the crazy part is that
0: dave bautista is even better than baby Groot is
1: and, and also that, that that's still vin i was like but, it, they, but it's like dude he's was he getting paid like 10 million to, to literally
0: they probably just click a button and play
1: his voice did, so they do they like put, did, did, so does he is he having to make the high pitch sounds of baby Groot or they're just putting it through a computer i have no idea i don't know i was like wait he's getting hella like vin's getting paid just maybe he might even be just like talking like vin and not even doing anything differently and they just put it through a computer and give him a few million bucks which is awesome but yeah no like dave dave you're right dave batista is like just as amazing um and like he's great even like some of this stuff where it was like i still laughed at that scene where like um the the uh, what's the what's the empath's name what's her name the, uh mantis when mantis like first uh, reads quill's mind and he laughs like you see that in the trailer yeah. and like i still yeah. laugh at him when he does that even though i'd watch that trailer a few times and he just starts laughing at him like he's just so funny and like that's not even like that creative of a, a line of dialogue where yeah. he's just laughing at him but he's just like so good as that character that you don't really care it's just like you're just there to laugh with them and like i, I already talked about the joke where he like tells nebula they might leave her there's yeah. like the puppy one. Oh, did, did you have any other stuff about him you wanted to say
0: um no i mean i just I just think he's great. It reminds me a lot of like the Deadpool trailer and how they gave a- away a lot of jokes in that, but they were still funny during the movie
1: the The one other thing I wanted to point out that I really liked that he said was like it was right after they had um is right after like they had been on the run from the gold people and the um ego had vanquished all their ships and they see him sticky standing out there and they have the whole argument about how like well he gets bigger when he's closer is what rocket says and calls like that's mm-hmm. how vision works or whatever yeah and then and, and then they're like have this they've already had, they've already resolved this whole debate about like yeah he's probably normal size it's just we we're really far away and then when the ship comes down batista says like really excitedly i bet it's the one inch man and it's yeah. like they just litigated the whole thing about how he probably isn't one inch; he was just really far away. And then he like still has it in his head that he's really excited to see the one inch man. It's like he's so stupid, but it's so funny.
0: I think my favorite thing he he did was the opening scene when he said he was going to go inside the monster and break the skin. And then, <laughs> like, and then he's like, "I did and it." Gamora and Quill are like, wait, wait, "Wait, that doesn't make any sense at all." Yeah, yeah. Quill is great, man. I saw. I think well, the Ringer. I mean, out, outside of their Chris Pratt hate. They were just hating on his character too because he was sort of second year even though he's sort of the main character. But I mean he was in the movie enough for me and had enough lines and – I, I don't know. I mean I, I was happy with him. I, I don't know why there's so much hate towards yeah, his Yeah, I, I saw there
1: and I might have even heard it on – like I, I think I listened to Pop Culture Happy Hour talk about it too and they were like mm-hmm. he's not carrying as much of the comic comedic load as he did in the first one, which is probably true. So, but like the other stuff makes you laugh so much, then like who really cares, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know why it matters. Like, I, I don't know.
1: If, I mean like it would have almost been like overload if like – like what, what do you want them to cut out the story with his dad and just have him yeah. tell jokes and then there's absolutely like no stakes to yeah. the movie? Like what do you, what yeah. do you expect?
0: yeah uh the one thing I will say is this movie is a lot more crude than the first one and it's sort of borderlines on being like too much but I, I think it was fine and,
1: uh, which where are you thinking about specifically like I, I mean like they said shit more um or no.
0: no crude and, like sex jokes and like easy oh. jokes to make like that just like I, I, they, they 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 did it a couple times but um it wasn't it wasn't over the top. I think um,
1: they had the whole thing about whether or not Ego had a penis, and Drax got, yeah. Drax got really excited when yeah. he found out he had a penis. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: like a little shit like I, that. I, I, I
1: laughed at that though, because Drax was so happy to find out he had a penis. It's yeah, I like, don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah, Drax is Drax is on another level, it? And it's crazy, like thinking that he was in Spectre and just didn't just didn't talk yeah, at all. I, I
1: mean, he, only, he was only. In, did you watch the new Blade Runner trailer? No, I'm not going to watch the trailer. I don't think. Do you, but, like, I mean, he, he's he's in that. Yeah, um, I heard he was so in he's, it. But he's in, like, one frame of the trailer. So it's, like, I'm hoping they don't use him the way Spectre did because Spectre used him, like, the way that, like, Fast 7 used Ronda Rousey where it's, like, here's, like, a fighter, professional fighter. We don't think sure. they can act, but we'll just have them be yeah. big tough guy. And it's, like, these yeah. movies show that he is clearly, like, better yeah. than that. So hopefully, yeah. like, the Blade Runner movie actually, like, tries to make him a person. So Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I think the one person we haven't talked about is Bradley
1: uh yeah i mean like i mean like i i mean i feel like the movie just kind of for with with rocket it reinforced what we already knew from the first one because it already got at the fact that like he as we obviously like has this uh uh sarcastic personality that he wears on the surface but he clearly like has a lot of lingering issues from just the way he was brought came into being and has a lot of like underlying insecurities about himself yeah. and so like they, they they had that scene with him and um uh, with Yondu, where they about yeah, were, I like they that. Out? And there's and they, I mean, like yeah, he, and he's going bickering a lot with Quiller in the beginning. Like, I don't know if he really did anything they really did we really learn anything new about him because they i think they, re, they he just like,
0: he just doubled down on his performance and and his yeah, was everything that's fine was yeah good.
1: i enjoy like seeing him interact with groot just because like you really see how much he cares about him when he doesn't like, he he at one point he's like "Yo, you can kill me just like let groot live so it's like yeah yeah i i i do enjoy that he's like such an asshole to everyone but like you get to see that he does have a heart because he really loves groot and that's that's nice
0: yeah what'd you think of the uh gamora star lord stuff
1: um, that was fine. I don't. I mean, like they can. It seems like they're just gonna tease it out for another movie. So that's cool. Whatever. I mean.
0: Yeah. They, I mean, they were on the nose about it. Just like, you know, this unspoken thing. Da, da, da.
1: <laughs> again, that's something else we already kind of knew from the first movie that they just yeah. kind of went back to, but didn't take it all the way. Which I mean, yeah, it's whatever. This movie had enough else going on. I didn't need them to like become a couple in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the it, thing it, is you that, don't.
0: Yeah. Like they, you don't need it to do that.
1: They they give every they give almost everyone an arc even the um uh, who's the Who's uh, uh, Yandu's number two? Who joins their Manchester? side? No, the, Yandu's number two. That, oh, that the other guy. Oh, oh, Craglin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. even guys like Miner, like him, they they all get some kind of an arc. Which I mean, everyone's talking about. Like, it's so character driven. So I mean, like, I feel like they, they managed to do that without leaving anything feeling that short change. That they tried to throw in like a all out romance, then it might have actually at that point felt like one thing too many. Um, one thing we one thing we definitely didn't talk about was Sly um yeah i was gonna say your boy man uh, yeah he's my boy like i feel like i almost it was still like he's just sly it was just weird um (laughs) i was like i mean like but like i was like i can't really complain about like having a guy with sylvester Stallone's that talks like that in this like space galaxy because then there was like other random character that was part of yadu's crew that was like clearly irish and it was just funny like hearing like a blatant irish accent like in the middle of everyone else who's mostly doing american accents um but like with Sly it's like I almost maybe would have just gotten used to it if like he had just been in it more um it's fine that he was happy to show up and be in a couple scenes or whatever and He had a redemptive cool. arc at the end though. Yeah, so like he got he comes around and is uh there there to acknowledge that yandu did a good thing so it was cool like they did enough in that scene to sh- to let you know what happened and or without spelling out exactly what it was like like yandu clearly did some shit that alienated the rest of those people and yeah. that you don't need to know much more than that and then they respect the fact that he did what he did and that's fine it's not like so it's, it's not like we were shortchanged on that character i didn't need more from him that he served his purpose fine but i almost feel like i would have just like it's just so jarring to see sly in this world if, is it if, if, yeah it, to, to me it was it's just like i know him as like rocky and the guy from a few other action movies and that's about it so it's like weird when he shows up in a different galaxy it's it, it, if it was like very disorienting it's like it, i mean but like it wasn't to, i mean it might have i might have maybe had the same feeling if like at the first movie with chris pratt like i knew him as like the fat guy from parks and rec i hadn't watched the oc at that point so he was literally the fat guy from <laughs> parks and rec he was literally the fat guy from parks and rec for me at that point and now he's all of a sudden a superhero but like I, I watched a whole watch. watch and do it for a whole movie, and I got used to it. Here, it's like I, it's rocky, like as like a spaceman. It was, I don't know. It was weird. Like it, was, it wasn't like he was an actively bad performance or anything. It was just like it was very, very jarring. And I don't think I got used to it. Sure. Maybe he'll be in. Maybe he doesn't sign on for this thing unless like James Gunn's like yo, you can be in the third one and you'll have more to do. And maybe I'll get used to whatever he does in the third movie. Maybe he'll take whatever spot Yondu has, like in the screen time that would have otherwise gone to a character of that level. You know? It's.
0: I mean, it's also plausible he was just in it. Just did for fun. For, I want to go hang, yeah, to go hang for out for ten minutes. Yeah. Want to go
1: hang out with these people and say I did yeah. a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, visually, I thought this one was even better than the first one. Um G- yeah. Some of those action scenes were just awesome.
1: Oh, I was talking. Well, yeah. Th- th- it was really cool how they did the thing with. Uh, with yondu just once he gets gets back a hold of his arrow Mm -hmm. and just goes around the ship yeah man like
0: the prototype thing it was awesome
1: yeah like first they mean they show well the 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 scene with all the bodies just falling at once yeah that was really cool but then also how they show it on the screens like off to the side was cool yeah 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 yeah. so i like the the one thing when you said visually the one thing that came to mind for me was uh just that approach shot ego's planet Mm-hmm. That, that was like because people like I've seen that criticism a lot the last few weeks as as the run up to this movie being released was coming out it was like oh man all the Marvel movies are kind of visually kind of the same it's whatever you know and I, I, I still really like the Marvel movies a lot but like even if I don't really have a strong rebuttal to that but like this kind of proves that marvel is more ambitious when it wants to be with its scene i think i think
0: james gunn we could just put him down by himself
1: because like the both of the first like we're like we both we're both expecting uh uh, ragnarok to be really good but like the first two thor movies are pretty whatever as movies and like what can you say anything interesting visually about them even though they're space movies it's like no and like here it's clearly like on a totally different plane as far as the quality of the Um, of the visuals and it's just it's a space movie too and it's under the same company and under the same wing of the company like they have all the same resources i'm sure that thor did and it just looks way better
0: yeah yeah and he he just did really really cool stuff with the action scenes and um like i loved all the stuff with the rocket too when he's like fighting the ravagers by Ah, himself that
1: was awesome yeah i forgot about that
0: Yeah. yeah that was really cool um and then the last sort of like what 10 or 15 minutes when they're on Ego's planet doing all that stuff with the with the rocks and getting oh, stuck the, and all that stuff the,
1: and the Pac-Man thing
0: Yeah, oh my god, the Pac-Man <laughs> thing. Dude, I forgot about that. That was fucking awesome. So like though. yeah,
1: th- I feel like um I'm trying to think what other movies i've seen recently like I, I feel like i've seen a couple of those movies like that like uh, action movies or i don't know necessarily just only marvel movies where like the last scene just goes on for too long like like definitely in like batman v superman like that thing just went on forever <laughs> and it was really stupid or superman's um, dead though man oh right 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 that, 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 <laughs> did, that, did, that did have a lot a lot of interesting stuff that happened in that regard or um even I mean even in like um um like ultron like that last scene like you just saw, like i don't know if like it really – like it doesn't st- – that doesn't really stick out as anything that was that interesting as like what they did um with that airport scene in Civil War. Like there's certain scenes that, at the end of some of these movies that might just feel like they go on a little too long. And credit to this movie and that that w- that last whole sequence was m- maybe more than a half an hour almost if you uh t- take it just from the point like once – When there's
0: talking and everything. Yeah, right, yeah. Right,
1: right after things blow up when he first – uh, tells him about his mom having cancer, and then it's like, then it's. Oh, gone. that
0: was, dude, man! Everyone in my in my theater was like, <gasps> "Oh
1: shit." <laughs> so like after that point where he st- like ego sticks his thing through Quill, that's kind of where it kicks off. And there's probably maybe like another 30, 35 minutes of the movie after that. Yeah. And like it, it, a lesser movie, like it, it, you just start it, getting it would drag. It, yeah. would, it would drag. And part of it is like I said earlier, like they tell jokes throughout. Like that that, that thing that was amazing where they had the sequence where uh, we already saw that in the trailer with like Groot not knowing which button to press. Oh god! But the, but the whole thing about the yeah. tape, <laughs> he's <laughs> like he's like he's like uh, he's like oh oh is Scotch tape okay? And then and he's like. Then why would you yeah. ask if I needed scotch tape, if We so don't have any <laughs> scotch tape. It's like it stops to tell a joke like that in like the middle of all of it, which is just like it, it kept yeah. it fresh with stuff like that. But then, like I said, with the Pac Man thing, like it, it had a bunch of different visual flourishes like that that just allowed you to have a 35 minute scene like that that didn't drag.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that this movie can have better action scenes of two gods fighting than Superman. But we'll. Uh we should move past that i guess yeah, um, yeah,
1: definitely uh, definitely really interesting with that uh what, what what did did you know like right when they uh said the thing about um i have uh when when rocket's talking to yondu and he's like i have i have one arrow thing and one spaceship when in one spacesuit. did you yeah. know what that meant because I I,
0: I I um not entirely because yeah. i was like where, i mean i it sounded like he was you know sacrificial but
1: I thought it was just like here's all I have, figure it out. I didn't even make the connection in my head right at that moment, like oh, only one or him and Quill can survive. Sure, I, yeah. I, I didn't quite figure that out till he actually put the suit on, because like yeah. I was like, wait, why why can't the ship just like this whole thing is blowing up, but like it's not blowing up to the point where like him, where Yondu and Quill can't just like still fly out of there. So why couldn't the ship have just like hung out towards the top of that before going back outside the atmosphere? So like that I don't know if that was totally clear, but like so because of that, like I wasn't clear on the physics of all that and where the ship was going. It didn't actually hit me until he actually put the spacesuit on clear, like, oh shit, that's what he's doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the one thing that I'm still Sammy and I try to talk about it after the movie, but I guess so because the planet blew up is chris brad is no longer immortal but he was before that up until that point he just didn't know it i guess i just don't know why he would not be immortal anymore if he's still a god but um uh, maybe uh, just some lore that i'm not familiar with
1: oh I, I mean i thought that like maybe see i took that as maybe i would i i assumed like like because just because ego told him like you're not immortal but does that does he still have his like his powers to, like make god balls or whatever he did in his hand like, I, I, I said, well see, i don't know see, I thought, I thought, it seemed like, like it
0: was only on the planet i
1: thought that maybe like ego's planet sustained that um Im- immortality but like it killed egos because like that's where like ego is like full god and quill is like half god so like, yeah maybe know. like you have those powers independent of your immortality but like the immortality is fed by the planet so that blows up i mean like it's it'd be i wish that i'm sure maybe someone will clear that up in the next year because like i feel like it's pretty relevant as to like They're about to have this Infinity War thing, which is going to be a big deal. It's like, is Quill now more powerful than just like anyone in the Marvel universe? I don't know. So,
0: well, who would be more who would be
1: more powerful than him then? Thanos. (laughs) I mean, mean, or or at least out of all the good guys. Um. If he still has his powers, I don't know. like I mean, Thor maybe, like or, or or Doctor Strange maybe, as far as like the shit yeah. that he can do, like I mean, because he yeah, can do maybe. a lot of weird stuff like that too. That um, other people can't really do a lot about. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. So it's like, it was just a thought. Like I thought maybe he could still have some of those powers where he forms shit with his hands, but he's just yeah. not immortal anymore. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, maybe we'll it's not it out. important it's but, not that important but it'd be a nice thing to kind of know maybe they'll address it and I, I, it doesn't seem like it's important enough for them to really spend much time on it in infinity war but like i'd like yeah. to know what kind of powers he's bringing to that fight
0: yeah I, I haven't really read much but maybe i'll i'll google and see if anyone's talking about that specific thing but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know if any of you guys know listening uh better than me if you if there was some explanation i mean i think there was some explanation explanation but i guess i'm just not entirely clear as to what The rules of the immortality were um but yeah if any of you guys know definitely hit us up um anything else you want to talk about with guardians fast of the furious josh
1: no um I, i um i i enjoyed the mantis character i think some people were a little upset that it seemed like a little bit of an asian stereotype um with her being kind of like the submissive woman sure but like I still thought that actress did what like regardless of whether or not that role was problematic in and of itself, I thought the actress made it really interesting. Just, yeah, like, her, and I
0: like the her and Drax having this like weird relationship too. Yeah,
1: like I just like her reactions to everyone else. Like she didn't get oh god yeah like, like the fact that like she like was just like so positive and like when like no matter like what uh like rocket was saying to her or what drax was saying to her like when when like when they played that puppy joke on her like she just like oh, went, she did she just like ran with it and laughed instead of like getting upset or anything like that oh like,
0: my god that was so funny though drax just died
1: yeah um uh, i so need so to see uh, i i i i enjoyed that actress I i, I liked her in it yeah, um it, good. we just didn't talk that much about her even though she was kind of like a new character that was uh, added to the mix. There's, oh, I, I laughed. Like the one, the one other uh, Drax line that I really laughed at a lot. That I just realized I forgot to say was too. And like when they were just flying into Ego's planet, and he made the comment. Somehow it got over to him, and he's like, "I too am extraordinarily humble." Like, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> oh god. It, it, yeah, it reminded awesome. me of the joke in the first movie where he's like, "Nothing, no joke goes over my head." Yeah. I have too quick. I, my reflexes are way too fast for that, or yeah. something like that, where he just like he, he has like this very literal mind, <laughs> completely that works missing like the that, point. Like, yeah, yeah. I just like that's that's another. This another example of how he's so good, and like that was just a line that made me like laugh a ton. Yeah, um, it's
0: just it, the the joke seems so easy, but he always pulls it
1: off and makes us laugh. And this is just like one of the only movies in the um in the Marvel universe where it's like the same writer slash director at the same time. Yeah, um, which is like yeah. It I, I think that's what it is.
0: Uh, that's what that's what he said on half in the bag, and I think he's right. Yeah. I looked into it, and yeah, I couldn't... yeah,
1: yeah. I, I thought yeah, that's that's where I first heard that. But it's just like it's pretty impressive that like directing a movie. The scope is like a massive job in and of itself. Yeah, so to, like, <laughs> he's only so, made like
0: two or three movies. Yeah, ever. So, so to
1: like then take to I, I just seemed like a tall order for me to like then write a whole other one of these to, like and make it just as funny without it feeling old. Like a lot of people are like, yeah, I mean, like some of the, some of the reviews I've seen were just like. You know, like, yeah, it's like, if you like the first one, you like this, it's whatever. But it's like, it's almost like not giving him enough credit to, like, come back and, like, accomplish something like this. You know, Yeah, like and
0: double it, down on, on to, to, what to, he made the first to movie. To
1: double down, but to make it not feel, like, old and repetitive. And still sure. make it just as fun and not, like, I, I didn't feel like, it's not like, I mean, I this is a weird comparison, but it's not like The Hangover 2 or something like that. You God, know, like, yeah. where it's like, you're bringing a lot, all the, most of the same people together and doing a lot of the same types of things in ways, but, like it hit a lot of the same beats but it's still like, like i just told you that drax joke which is like very similar to that one from the first one but it's still super funny it's like yeah. there's a lot of jokes like that like i said a lot of the rocket stuff or like it's just like stuff like that could, or the Groot thing could have seemed like too much pandering but like it was still all really funny and really good when it could have just easily like fallen flat and felt like an imitation which is i think very very impressive
0: for sure and the movie is like two hours and 40 minutes but it doesn't i think it's sorry 220 yeah um but it doesn't drag at all it's it's a you almost want to hang out more than than you do
1: that definitely Um,
0: but yeah so i think we had a good discussion um Uh, where can we find
1: you on twitter joshua uh at josh jernovoy j-o-s-h-j-u-r-n-o-v-o-y
0: i'm at a -A clambake a-k-l-a-m-b-a-k-e our podcast twitter is 52 and 52 pod podcast emails 52 and 52 pod at gmail.com um, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you guys think of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and we'll see you guys next time.